Okay. So I'm pretty sure everyone knows by now. It's been covered by a bunch of people that J.P. Morgan Chase takes over First Republic and biggest bank failure since 2008, right? Let me scroll down here and get down to the nitty-gritty of it. J.P. Morgan Chase is getting $92 billion in deposits. $30 billion of which they helped fund to keep the bank alive. They're taking on the $173 billion in loans, which are saying, now these are assets. If these people don't pay the loans, then it's a loss. As well as $30 billion in securities. J.P. Morgan has said that or said it was making a payment of $10.6 billion to the FDIC for this purchase. FDIC is also giving Chase a $50 billion credit line. FDIC's lost $13 billion on First Republic already. So, it yesterday when this article first came out, they were like, "Oh, J.P. Morgan Chase stocks have not come up yet. They just acquired this." Well, yeah, they are acquiring a dumpster fire right now. All right, so J.P. Morgan Chase, ninety-eight to twenty twenty-two, steadily revenue and net income until two thousand eight. There's a sharp drop-off. 2009, 2010, it went up. This is where they started to acquire. Again, talks about the, um, was it Washington Mutual? Was the big one that they acquired in 2008. They don't talk about all the small regional banks that they bought up at the same time frame to keep them from going under. Then you see in 2011, you have another sharp drop-off. And it continues declining in revenue and net income until 2016. Then it's on its way back up with a rocket. So, for those of you that forgot, in 2008, they started working on this Wall Street reform. Dodd Frank will prevent the excessive risk taking that led to the financial crisis. So it's also provide common sense protections for American families, create new consumer watchdogs, and prevent mortgage companies and payday lenders from exploiting customers. In case you forgot, they had back in the day what they called the Ninja Loan. No income, no credit, no assets, no problem. Here's a loan. Now, your FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, is an independent agency created by Congress to maintain stability and public confidence in the nation's financial systems. The FDIC insures deposits, examines and supervises financial institutions for safety, soundness, and consumer protection makes large and complex financial institutions resolvable and manages reservership, whatever. So, check this out. Diversity and inclusion from the FDIC's website. 
1999, the FDIC published the first diversity strategic plan outline its commitment to recruiting and retaining the most qualified employees in the labor market. Our updated plan ensures that we focus on more relevant matters. You know, the Office of Minority and Women Inclusion was established in January of 2011. This was, you know, after the Dodd-Frank Wall Street reform. So, what they are telling you is they no longer hire the best, most qualified, and retain the most qualified people for this job that's supposed to ensure banks don't fuck up the way they are right now. It's the FDIC's job to regulate, or, you know, maintain stability and public confidence in the nation's financial systems. Examine and supervise financial institutions for soundness. Well, I mean, when you're not hiring people that can do the job, you're just hiring people to check off a goddamn box. You've got a little bit of problem here. So, back to that whole, you know, ninja loan thing. The FA, was it? FAFA or FHFA. Their new plan. This is what you're hearing about in the news right now, where if you have a higher um, credit rating, you're going to pay more. And the people lower are going to pay less. This whole thing, all over this is, you know, they're adding oversight for unfair, deceptive acts or practices. Um, where is it? Enterprise established and Prairie Sanders related to fair and housing. Basically, it's all about equity. How equitable is the mortgage system right now? So. Basically, if you have a lower credit score, you actually pay lower fees. If you have a higher credit score, you got to pay higher fees. But the higher credit score is not going to offset the lower credit score. It's actually to go to bolster um, Fannie and Freddie because they are strictly on a taxpayer backstop. So this committee right here, the oversight, their their job is to make it you know more equitable for people to get home loans. Going back to you know. No income, no credit, no assets, no problem. Or no job, no assets, no problem. Here's your mortgage. So, in the world, J.P. Morgan Chase is the fifth largest bank behind four from China. Bank of America is number eight. Wells Fargo is 16. And Citigroup is 19. Back in the day, when J.P. Morgan first started, over the course of his career on Wall Street, J.P. Morgan spearheaded the foundation of several prominent multinational corporations, U.S. Steel, International Harvester, General Electric. Subsequently fell under supervision. Goes on that basically he owned a stake in every rail company in the United States. All right. Due to the extent of its dominance over U.S. finance, Morgan exercised enormous influence over the nation's policies and the market forces underlying its economy. So again, J.P. Morgan 
one guy had influence over the nation's policies. All right? If I remember right, there's this whole, you know, they went in and actually, you know, antitrust type stuff, like, whatever. But, you know, what's that sound like, you know? Let me get to BlackRock. You scroll down. Um, in 2010... Let's see, the most influential financial institution in the world. Kind of like, oh, we think we should be pushing this, you know, this whole ESG. So now everybody has to get on board with this. You know, they have, what is it? Uh, total assets, $117.6 billion as of last year in total assets. Vanguard Group has $8.1 trillion. So you're telling me that the two largest investment groups pretty much in the world don't have any say over policy when you're claiming back in the early 1900s that J.P. Morgan had too much control over stuff? <clears throat> so, which one was it? Was it this one? One of these talking about the the banking crisis of 2023. All right, so you had a couple small banks collapse, right? First Republic, or not First Republic, uh, Silicon Valley, and whatever the other one was. Oh, with that too, here. It's your global crisis. You had Silvergate Bank and Signature Bank. Had Silicon Valley Bank, which in April... BlackRock was put in charge of selling off the $114 billion in assets of Signature Bank and Silicon Valley Bank. So it's also, you know, Elizabeth Warren wants BlackRock designated as too big to fail and should be regulated accordingly. Basically, they should have no regulations put on them, according to Elizabeth Warren. You're coming down to you have... At the rate that everything's going and the way that they're doing stuff, you're going to have a choice of J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, and Citigroup in the United States to bank with. The FDIC no longer cares about ensuring that you know the consumer is taken care of by not hiring the top qualified people to stop these banks from losing all of your money. The entire banking system is on the verge of collapse. You got policies coming out again where Obama signed where this stuff should not be allowed and yet government agency is back to we're going to make it easier for people that can't get loans for mortgages to get loans which caused the 2008 crisis. One of the major things that led to the 2008 crisis. So, I'm not a financial expert. You should find one. But for me personally, I am losing a lot of faith in the banking institutions. There's a lot of stuff going on. So, do what's best for you. This is what I'm seeing. I At this present rate, I mean, you got government agencies fly out saying that we're no longer hiring the best people to take care of you. 
make sure you're prepared. Again, if you invest in gold and silver, you don't invest in it to get rich unless you own a mine or you're out there finding it in the ground. It's a hedge against inflation at best. Storable food, same way, hedge against inflation. I'd recommend looking at stuff that, you know, will help you if the entire banking system just collapses. If the world de-dollarizes, be prepared for hyperinflation. Be ready. Be smart. Think ahead. With all that, though, shit's just going crazy. So make sure you're prepared. So be smart. Be prepared. Stay safe. Have an amazing day, evening, whenever it is you listen to this. And yeah, just be prepared for more and more stupid shit to happen. But yes, your FDIC is not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Again, these bailouts were meant for people to have less than $250,000 in the bank account. And they're insuring everybody right now. And giving bailouts, which, again, according to this reform that Obama signed, it's illegal. Illegal. For bailouts. For banks. If there's a problem, if Wall Street banks are have a problem, they got to figure it out on their own and suffer. And that's not what's happening right now. Right here. Ending bailouts. So, again, government hates you. They're screwing you over again. Be prepared. Be smart. Find a financial advisor. Talk to them. See what's best for you. Have a great day. We'll see you on the next one.